What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 95 of the Taste Cast, a weekly podcast where we talk about things, react to things, do a bunch of random shit. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. And Chris is here. No, I'm not. We're all here. It's, it feels like it's been a while. I feel like I've been gone for so long. With that, make sure to play uh, Sonic Mania and Borderlands Handsome Collection. It's not Handsome Jack Collection, it's Handsome Collection. Make sure to download those and play those and come back at the end of this month for Plus Club. Let us know what you thought of those games and we'll let you know what we thought of them. And our game of the month is Path of Exile. Chris picked that. And I think an expansion just came out mm-hmm. for yeah. it, which is very convenient. Every time we have a game, there's something special that comes out for it. So we're just on our shit. Mm-hmm. We have Discord link down below. Talk to us anytime, all the time. And we are on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us with your ears on the side of your head or wherever you may have ears. Um, I don't judge. I don't give a shit. You live in Chernobyl. And for a bit. Yeah, so, uh, as you guys know, because we've been doing a lot of E3 coverage, I think it's the most E3 coverage we've ever done on the channel. It's been a blast, but it's been very busy. So we did a bunch of streams, I did a bunch of fucking shit uh, at E3 on the floor, and uh, finally we're going to close it out with how we normally do every year. We are going to talk about uh, pretty much our takeaways of E3. We're going to go through the conferences, talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, and grade them, and then at the end we'll name our game and conference of E3 and our greater disappointments. We're gonna try and wrap that all into one episode. You might also notice that this is Tuesday and this isn't Tasty Tuesday, you guys understand. Also, all the news is fucking, or there's no news that's gonna come out for like another like week or two, so. I'll say it's all E3. Yeah, so we're gonna finish it out right. Um, yeah, so uh, jumping into it, we're just gonna fucking get into this. Uh, everybody's favorite conference, I'm sure, and the one that's definitely going to win E3, uh, was uh, EA Play, which was one of the earlier um, conferences to kind of uh, remind everybody what EA showed off in their, like, fucking eight-hour conference. Um, they had Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. We finally got a uh, taste of what that is going to be like. They talked about Apex Legends Season 2 coming out. They talked about Battlefield Five existing. Uh, FIFA 20, Madden 20, holy shit, it's weird to say that, and then Sims 4 is getting an expansion that has, uh, I think Samoans, they said that, and mermaids. Mm. You'll be able to be a mermaid. That's the expansion. It's the Samoan mermaid expansion. I know a lot of you guys have been waiting for that. Um, yeah, so, uh, who wants to jump in first? What was your, uh, impressions of this? First off, did we watch all these? I'm pretty sure you did. You sat through the streams. You yep. did the streams. I did the streams. I <laughs> caught up, like, yesterday. So, uh, I think we're all up to date on this. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, let's start with you, Chevy. What was your impressions of EA's, um, conference? And did anything stand out to you? Uh, so, when I, when I first sat down to, to do this, uh, this was, you know, obviously the beginning of E3 and kind of set my... The beginning of the end. My pace for what I was getting myself into uh, over the weekend and into the beginning of the week. And uh, I saw that it was three hours long and I was like, holy crap, I'm going to be sitting in this chair a lot. Uh, fortunately, <laughs> I the, live here now. the rest of the conferences were uh, an hour to an hour and a half and in Devolver's case, 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, but... So I was like, okay, well, three hours, maybe they have, you know, a lot to talk about. And, um, you know, EA's kind of in a weird spot right now. They could really kind of use some good PR. And I was, you know, waiting to see what they had. Well, Seth named them all. Um, and the only thing in there that was really kind of like new and exciting was Star Wars. The rest of it was all um, existing properties already. And every once in a while during their intermissions between things, they would kind of like quickly talk about some other game they already have that's still out as well so um 
just kind of to, to, to be not so aggressive towards it, I suppose. Uh, I, I think it's a little silly that in three hours they only had six things and only one new game. So it was very disappointing in that regard. And my other problem with that is Star Wars, the one thing they could, should have kept like exclusive to their conference, they shared with Microsoft's conference. Yeah. So we got to see it again. So um, I didn't have to watch that. So it was kind of three hours completely <laughs> wasted. <laughs> should email EA and let them know. Fucking, I didn't need to watch this. I yeah. want my time back. How oh, and they didn't show you? FIFA. They just talked about it. Yeah. Like, I, I don't get it. They talked about their, their street soccer mode for like 30 minutes. So, it's pretty dope. Feel like street soccer? Sure. The promise of it, but pulling a Bethesda and telling you there's games coming. Did you want to sh- maybe show us? No. Cra- crazy thought. No, don't need no. that. No the box art will be black. It'll just say FIFA on it. Nothing. In it. No commercials. It'll just be out one day. It's it, out now. It'll Surprise. be a FIFA. You'll play a FIFA. That's what it is. Those are my general impressions. You guys go ahead. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make it short and sweet. Okay, so I had low expectations for this, and I had excitement for Star Wars, and pretty much my expectations were met. Star Wars looks cool, in my opinion. Everybody thinks it looks a little janky in the combat. I agree, but don't care too much. If they fix that, cool. If they don't, whatever. But uh, I'm excited for it. But um, also, it's not even like my top 10 games of E3. So their most exciting game was... Uh, you know, I, I'm excited for it. I'll definitely pick it up, but that's their most exciting thing. And there's so many games, uh, the C3, that was like fucking like huge events. Uh, other than that, everything they talked about are like pre-existing games. I forgot that The Sims 4 existed, uh, Apex Legends. I did like hearing about where they're going with it. it. Sounds exciting, but I mean, like, that's not E3 shit to me. And uh, yeah, so low expectations for EA. I think they met that low expectation, maybe even a little lower. It was pretty fucking boring. And uh Star Wars wasn't enough to save it, and it was a very, very long conference, which I think is uh, poorly executed. If you can't get... Okay, so Xbox's conference was smaller than this, or shorter than this, and had fucking like six times the games. Easy. Easily. (laughs) And they presented them better. Yeah. So, holy shit, EA. Dropped the fucking ball in this one. Really bad. I don't gotta tell anybody this, but fuck EA, so... And this this just made that even more uh, concreted for me. Chris? I had no expectations for this at all. I'm, I'm so done with EA. Mostly because they don't make a lot of games that I enjoy. It's mostly a lot of competitive sports games, shooter games, which is not my genre. So I just kind of write them off for the most part. But I am a big Star Wars fan. Single player's dead. Yeah, yeah. Say that to last year. And the year before. <laughs> and next year. Or to Sony in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Sony definitely agrees. Yeah. Um, and I, and I was kind of just meh about the Star Wars thing. Like It seemed like gameplay-wise wasn't anything new. Mm. It was all stuff they've already done for yeah. Star Wars games in the past. Um, I mean, I don't know how much you can really do with Star Wars gameplay, but something innovative, something unique or different. But no, you're just throwing lightsabers around like Luke Skywalker did in all the other games. And... I'm such a dork, that's enough for me, but I won't argue against your point. I mean, like, <laughs> when people are like, I didn't like this about it, I'm like, yeah, I get it. I like it. And they're like, yeah, but this looks kind of meh. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. I don't disagree. I like it. <laughs> I see you guys swing a, a fucking lightsaber. I'm like, yeah. I mean, some of that looks janky. I guess I'll play it. Uh, I just wasn't impressed overall, and the yeah. length of it was just mind-numbing. Insane. How the fuck did they make it that long? If you don't have enough to show, just man up to it and just show what you got. Don't drag it on. 
Look at these timestamps, dude. In fucking from four minutes and thirty seconds to thirty-six minutes, they showed off Star Wars and Apex Legends, and then in the next like two hours, they covered FIFA, Madden, Sims Four. They spent yeah. half an hour on every product. So. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. But still, just fucking. Ugh. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you want to say on that? No. Uh, give a grid. C minus. C minus. Because I know there's people out there who enjoy these like Apex and Madden and stuff like that, so I'm sure they're excited to see all those stuff. But it went on too long for me, and there wasn't much to offer for me personally. Fair. Uh, I'm gonna straight up give this a fucking D minus. I think it was a really bad conference. I don't think it was interesting. I don't think it was fun. I think the games that they showed off that I am interested in, I'm only I'm interested in the game itself. The way they uh, put it out there and showed it off was not exciting. Uh, there's nothing about this conference that was interesting. I think they uh, mismanaged the time uh, really bad. I think the whole thing was a fucking a big mistake. It didn't do shit for me. And uh, it's sad that all they had to show was this and the most exciting game. I don't even think they uh, showed off as well as they could have. I think Xbox showed off just fine. And that that's the one thing they had. So this was really a waste of time. And it's really fucking long. Uh, I really feel like I wasted a lot of my time watching it so i'm giving it a d minus i'm not getting experience yeah <laughs> just a waste of time it yeah it was a big waste of time and that this is not, my grade is not uh is not dictated by the game shown as the conference itself it was it was awful it was really fucking bad in fact i don't i can't think of i mean bethesda's last year was pretty bad too but we're not talking about that yeah so um i i was thinking d minus a lot uh throughout Uh-oh. the day about this too because it just was so bad and then it kind of came down to the one thing that i did like about it uh, microsoft also showed so not only did i lose three hours i'll never get back from this um they didn't even have like anything exclusive to show me so i actually think it's a complete failure of a con uh, a conference so i have hard. i have to give it an f he's going hard <laughs> I mean, it's awful. I I can't think of. We don't get much F's here. I can't think of a worse conference in E3. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Fair. I thought I was going harsh to the D minus. <laughs> I Jeez. I fucking I get it though. Okay, so bring up Bethesda last year, right? I didn't care for a lot of it, but there's still stuff announced, right? It Which is the fine. whole fu- one they announced, Elder Scrolls Six, and the space game they're working on. I know you're gonna crucify me for not knowing the name of that, but um, Starfield. Sure. Garfield. So, but they here's the point. They announced new games coming out, mm-hmm. regardless of how weird and awkward the whole conference was. Right? EA couldn't do that this year. So it was yeah. Why were you even fucking there, dude? They weren't. They have their own Shh. thing to show off. Uh, Star Wars. It's an awful it. way to start E3. Let me tell you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was bad. <clears throat> All right, so uh, C minus, D minus, and an F. Let us know in the comments. What did you think about EA Play? What was your favorite part of it? What was your worst or least favorite part of it? What was your guys' favorite part of the whole thing? If you could, I'd say Star Wars. Something oh, yeah. they had. Yeah. That's all they had. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not going to ask you what you're disappointed by because it seems like we're all disappointed by it in general. Uh, but yeah, let's know in the comments everything you're thinking about when it comes to EA Play and what would you grade it. And uh, yeah, what was the worst uh, conference you've seen from E3? Uh, we've already said ours. Uh, next one that we saw was, uh, I don't think these are in chronological order, but we're just going through them, right? Or are these actually in order? I I, I don't know if they're in order. So. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I, just, I, I didn't want to put that out there if we're not doing that. 
Um, okay, so the other one we're going to do next is the Bethesda E3 2019 conference. In this, going quickly, they showed off Elder Scrolls Blades, Fallout 76, and to just throw out there as well, they showed off um, whatever the fuck the uh, the Battle Royale mode is. I don't remember the name. Ring fire, of Fire or something fire, like Ring that. Ring of Fire or something, yeah. Uh, they showed off Ghostwire Tokyo, uh, Elder Scrolls Online, um, and with that they showed off Elsewhere Expansion, mm-hmm. Commander Keen, which is a big fucking waste of my time, and <laughs> Elder Scrolls Legends, Rage 2, Wolfenstein Youngblood, Deathloop, Orion, and Doom Eternal. Uh, I'll jump into this one first with my impressions. I think this was a pretty boring conference in my opinion, but I do think it's better than last year's conference. I thought the tone was really interesting because last year I was all about, because Id was pretty much leaving the whole thing, being like crazy and rebellious. Rage 2's coming out. We got Andrew WK playing music and everybody's dropping F-bombs and they did that again this year, which I think is really dorky. Um, We're going to kill some fucking Nazis. And he's like, I'm like, dude, come on. I just shut up. Please I too stop. was 12 once. Yeah, exactly. Who are you pandering to, man? I'm fucking 32. Um, but uh, but there was some cool stuff here. So I think this was a better uh, conference than last year. So I have to give it points for that. Uh, namely, Ghostwire Tokyo uh, was a really cool reveal. If you don't know, that's Tango Gameworks' new game. The guys who made um, uh, The Evil Within 1 and 2, which I fucking love that series. It's their new game. Uh, so that was a really cool um, announcement, although I felt kind of bad. Um, what was it? Shinji Mikami when he came out. Uh, I was like, oh, it's Shinji Mikami. And everybody's just like. And he's like, hi. And someone's like. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. <laughs> no one knows this. He's not Kojima. Um, but yeah, you know, Doom, Doom Eternal, Wolfenstein Youngblood. Uh, Deathloop looked kind of interesting. Uh, they didn't really show gameplay, but they showed like a concept of. Kind of uh, Groundhog's Day. Commander Keen was fucking stupid. I'm extra angry about that game because when I was at E3, they had shit for that everywhere. And I was like, oh, what's that? What's that? What's that? There's all this shit for this. And then I watched it. I'm like, that's what you're fucking spending money on? Advertising? Um, But yeah, you know, that they didn't do anything with Elder Scrolls 6. That they didn't do anything with fucking uh, Garfield Adventures in Space. Uh, you know, I get it, but at the same time, big disappointment, big, uh, missed opportunity. So overall an improvement on last year, especially their kind of half-assed apology of going, Hey, your feedback's been very important to us. We're gamers like you. Like, fuck you assholes. Um, but yeah, it was, it was better last year and it had some cool stuff. I, like I said, Ghostwire Tokyo ups it for me a couple points. So, uh, Chris impressions. Uh, I was actually really excited about Sorry. the Japanese Ghostbusters game. <laughs> That's the biggest takeaway I had from yeah. this whole thing. And it wasn't it wasn't a bad comp. It was kind of mediocre all around. There wasn't there was highs and lows to it. It kind of warbled Japanese, for me. Japanese Ghostbusters. Yeah, the Japanese Ghostbusters. <laughs> hey, I know that Japanese Ghostbusters. <laughs> Um, but that's the most memorable thing about it for me, really. There wasn't mm-hmm. too much crazy, not a lot of hype for some things. Some things were like, oh, that's kind of cool, but I just, it was just kind of meh all around for me on that one. Yeah. Yeah, I feel it. Um, anything else? Not really. Shit's I mean, that's just kind of bland for me overall on that one. Yeah. Chevy. So, <clears throat> right off the bat, uh... I got a little worried because they started with mobile game. 
Ugh, yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, dude, come on. This is they had a whole booth for that. This shit. is not why I watched this, right? And I get it. You're trying to sell to everybody. Um, and mobile is a very profitable uh, area, but the people watching E3 are not those people. So I was a little bummed to see that, and then went to Fallout 76, which is not even remotely for me. And then the Ghostwire happened, and I, at first, I was kind of like, okay, now what do they got? Because and like EA happened, the beginning of this happened. I was like, dude, I'm so just this E3 so far is not very good. And then um, I started watching Ghostwire. I was like, oh. I kind of am interested in this. I'm like watching more. I was like, okay, cool, cool. You had, you had something, you got me a little interested. Thank you. So mm-hmm. they keep going. They show other schools online, which I'm, I don't have like a, a bad or good opinion about. Um, in fact, I'm really glad it's still doing well. Uh, Commander Keen mobile again, Ugh. legends card game. Don't Commander. care. Uh, and then we got to the id stuff and I started getting excited finally. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rage 2, uh, they were basically talking about it and then the future of it, which is great to see that they're already so ready to support that game and add content to it. Uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood just looks fun every time I see it. It's something I'm definitely interested in picking up, especially because of the co-op, and I was glad to see more of that. Um, Deathloop was interesting. <clears throat> Orion, though not surprising, uh, I was just like, okay, here we go. Just I don't remember like, what that is. That is Fair. their service that you can pay for to stream games so this is a theme of c3 of people announcing their versions of this kind of stuff and it's it's netflix hulu all over again but everyone's gonna have their own version so Mm -hmm. and then doom eternal which looks absolutely amazing so it was a half and half show for me but um it was enjoyable to watch and it was only about an hour (laughs) with more with more games (laughs) So yeah, more yeah. games that looked polished. Yeah, especially on the id side. Especially of on the id side. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what would you grade it? Me? I'd give it a C minus. It was uh, it was passable. Like I said, it's kind of half and half. The reason I'm giving it a minus instead of just a flat C though is there was way too much mobile in there for me, and I really that is not the point of E3 for me. Um, and in fact, it's it's irritating every time I see a mobile game get uh, announced on that kind of stage. So. <laughs> Dude, when I was on the floor and I saw like Geico gaming, Facebook gaming, uh, some like mobile gaming shit, I was like, uh, I'm out of here. I'm not, I'm not interested in this at all. Yeah. So C minus. Yeah. I'm going to echo that with another C minus. Um, better than last year. I don't know what I graded last year, but hopefully it's not higher than C minus. Um, <laughs> just to be safe, I'm going to go with C. I'm going to give it a C across the board. It's passable. There's some good stuff there, some shit stuff there. Ghostwire was a genuine. Uh, surprise that I am stoked about because I really like Evil Thin 1 and 2. Anything that they make after that, they got me sold. And the premise looked really neat. Um, yeah. So, I mean, mostly good stuff and some weak stuff. But, uh, you know, we talked less about uh, Skyrim this year, which was nice, if not at all, which is great. And uh, we kind of got away from a lot of the mistakes Bethesda's made, and we were just talking about games again, which was nice. So, mm-hmm. uh, overall, it was fine. I'm going to give it a C plus only because I got really hyped watching Japanese Ghostbusters. Like, it was a really <laughs> nice surprise. I don't know. Because, you know, now, day and age, things get leaked really early. And I didn't hear anything about this. Mm, I true. had no idea it was showing yeah. up. And it's nice to have that kind of like, oh, what's this? Oh, that looks really cool. Oh, I want to play that now. Mm-hmm. And just just the hype around that alone just bumps it up. Like, normally it would probably be a C as well. But just yeah. the hype from that like, surprise was really nice. So C plus. 
Definitely. And the, the leak thing's interesting. You mentioned that because like uh, about three days before E3, leaks just start going, <laughs> just rolling out. I was like, God damn it. Uh-huh. It's like some guy was just trying to shut the fucking closet with all the games. And like someone's like, what's that? He fucking let go of it. And a bunch of games. So I was like, oh shit. What is all this? And he's like, don't look at that. And he's like, I'm tweeting it. So C minus C and C plus. Mm-hmm. So printers across the board is C uh, average. Uh, let's know in the comments. What do you think about Bethesda's conference? What would you grade it? What was uh, what was your game of Bethesda's conference? Ghostwire? Ghostwire. Me too. Captain Commander Keen? Actually, Commander I think Doom. Keen. Doom? Yeah. Get your anus to Mars. I mean, even as someone who's not like necessarily playing a lot of Doom, yeah. I, I just it's such a blast to like look at. Oh yeah, so. yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, if it wasn't for Ghostwire Tokyo, uh, it would either be it would be Doom for sure for me as well. So, yeah, let's know in the comments though what was your game of uh, Bethesda's conference? Your the best game that you saw, ones that you're most hyped for, and give us a grade. Next one, I don't want to talk about that one yet. So we'll move over to Devolver Digital's. Um, continuation of the story that they're building over three years now uh where they happen to show some games as well uh if you had a chance to watch that it's only 30 minutes long they showed off more games than ea in 30 minutes (laughs) and they also told a story that's building into something so uh yeah they showed off fall guys which is like a a battle royal um game show type thing where Mm -hmm. you're running on obstacles and shit devolver bootleg which is available now for five dollars on steam yeah uh, which is really interesting looking. Carrion, which is like a uh, fucking... I'm not going to explain or say one of them. You guys just go watch it. But Enter the Gungeon, House of the Gun Dead, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. that They're making like a full-on arcade shooter yeah. uh, that you buy the whole fucking thing for like $5,000. crazy. Jeez. The Messenger, Picnic Panic, which is a, a free DLC. And my uh, neighbor, you have Pedoro. Oh, wow. Pedro. You could thank Google for that one. Pedoro. Uh, sounds like a luchador. Um, yeah, so they had those games, and then they also had their typical building of uh, story. The Adventures of Nina. I don't think I watched this one. Uh-oh. Oh, really? I kind of wrote it off as like, because every time they've done nothing, like, showcase watch and the fun show, I was like, yeah, I'll watch it later. That's what I did, and then I was at work today, I was like, fuck, I never watched it, so I watched it at work. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> cool if you feel like it you can guess and give it a, a fake grade and people watching can just triple understand s. that he didn't see it triple s it's the best thing he ever saw <laughs> um my brain is melted for it so is there anything you want to say on it before the we only one i it? actually knew of mm. is the end of the gungeon one and it's supposed to be an arcade shooter like mm-hmm. side scroll th- or scrolling thing so that's something i've heard about yeah it's like house of the dead and i've played a lot of enter the gungeon so it's kind of hypey for that i don't want to pay five thousand dollars for one but I was thinking if there's a way for me to finance that, but then at the same time, I was like, I don't need it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to spend that. I mean, it'd be cool to have, but I don't have fucking room for that shit. No. So. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be fucking dope to have, though. Hopefully they release that as like a game you can download and play with analogs or light guns. I don't know what the fuck you do nowadays. Mm-hmm. but <laughs> With your phone. VR game or something. Like, hopefully there's another way to play that. But, uh, but yeah, that is really neat. Um yeah so i'll jump into my impressions real quick since this should be fast um i i love what devolver does with their presentations the third year now that they've been doing this like um story that they're building and i love that aspect of it It kind of reflects their whole uh philosophy on making games being ridiculous and violent and just like 
entertaining. They're doing the same thing with the presentations. They are very tongue in cheek and direct about talking shit about some of the practices in the uh, gaming um, industry. I like one part where she talks about how their company's gonna make these stupid little dumb consoles for dumb people and shit and uh, sell them to people at like a high price and shit. And uh, even though I'm one of those dumb people buying those dumb little consoles, <laughs> I thought that shit's funny. Um, also, the whole thing was fashion like Nintendo Direct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It had like this goofy music and shit. And uh, yeah, it, it was it was neat. I really liked that part. In fact, for that part alone, I'll be grading it higher than the other, the last fucking people. Um, <laughs> and the games they showed, uh, honestly, you know, my neighbor Pager, I feel like a game should have came out like three years ago. I've been seeing it for a long time. I, I really want to play it. End of the Gungeon House of the Gun Dead. If you if one of you guys pick it up, invite me over. Let me try it. But, you know, I don't know if I'm ever going to get to play that. That's going to be this generation's um, Steel Battalion, whatever the fuck that game is called. <laughs> yep. And uh, Carrion, I think, was like my, my most anticipated game of all these. It was really cool looking. You're playing like as an alien that's growing and killing people. And it's kind of a cool... Um, uh, reversal of of these type of games typically you're the person surviving that and fall guys looks awesome everything they showed looked awesome except for like and i hear the messenger is great i got no affinity for it so i've i haven't played it i'm sure it's awesome but that's the only one in this that didn't do anything for me so overall though awesome uh do you want to grade it or do we want to do oh we did that never mind sorry jumping ahead um Actually, I'm pretty much going to echo everything you said. I think uh, out of all the, they're all neat looking. Uh, Devolver has a, a really nice flair to all their games that they publish and make. And um, and out of the the six, I think Fall Guys and, and Carrion look um, actually pretty cool. Uh, Fall Guys, I wasn't even excited. I first saw it, I was like, what is this overly colorful, you know, ridiculous game? And then like the concept started like being shown as it goes to the video. And I was like, I actually want to play that. Yeah, me too. So um, it looks fun. You've, and it's competitive, sure, but in like a really goofy sort of way. Like Gang Beasts. Yeah. So I'm interested in that. And then carrying, like you said, survival game, except for uh, you are the monster. So mm. very cool concept. And as the trailer went on, like the monster's getting bigger and crazier and shit. Mm-hmm. It had a really cool tone to it. It seemed very much like a Devolver game. Oh, yeah. I was watching, I was like, yeah, yeah that's you're just murdering people. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, you go ahead and grade it. I agree. That's your grade. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a C. Just give it a fake middle grade, of the road. <laughs> exactly it's middle. Fair. It's fair. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was just it was right down the middle. B because um, I know their presentations are really good. It was pretty cool. Uh, I'm gonna give it. Fuck. Uh, I'll give it a B. Yeah, I'll give it a B. Um. I think the presentation itself was the bigger contributor contributor to it. The games look cool, but you know that's not necessarily why I'm giving it a B. I'd probably give it about like a C plus to a B minus for the games. But uh, I love what they do with their presentations, and I like their sense of humor and their writing. And that chick who plays Nina uh, deserves a fucking award of some kind because she brings <laughs> she's it. She's amazing. She brings it every year. Every time I'm watching, I'm like. That chick has no reservations on acting fucking crazy. <laughs> um, so uh, always enjoy watching that. So yeah, definitely B. Um, I'm going to go B plus uh, because 30 minutes, six games entertained for 30 minutes straight. And a, a as far as like sequels go, since this is the third in a trilogy now of Devolver Conferences, 
Uh, usually you kind of expect them to start tapering off and they just got more creative with it. So uh, I, the only reason I, I can't go higher is because realistically they didn't really show off that much. So, but it was a blast. You should watch it. Uh, and if you haven't watched the old ones, I recommend it completely before watching yeah, Cody this one. Yeah, watching this one. I'm like, did you see the other ones? He's like, no. And he's kept watching. I'm like, you should watch the other ones. He's like, oh, okay, I will. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> It's like watching the third movie of, of a trilogy or something. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a story happening. Yeah. So. B plus, B. And you also give it a B. Very, yeah. very educated B. Um, Yeah. And real quick, uh, games of that show for me were definitely Carrion and uh, Fall Guys, for sure. Agree. But everything else is really cool. Uh, let us know in the comments, though. What would you grade Devolver's uh, Nintendo Direct? And uh, Volver Direct. What what were your favorite games that they showed off? Next one we're going into will be Ubisoft. They showed off quite a bit of things. Those being Watch Dogs Legion, Mythic Quest. Oh, that's that show. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck is Mythic Quest? Uh, Rainbow Six Siege, Brawlhalla featuring Adventure Time. I don't remember that at all. I must skip that. Ghost Recon, Breakpoint. Elite Squad, Just Dance 2020, For Honor, I the skipped, DLC. I skipped a couple of these things. Uh, <laughs> Rainbow Six Quarantine, which is their like standalone horror game based off that uh, mode that they came out with a while back. Division Two, you play Plus, Roller Champions, which is their free to play, almost like um, competing with. Um, oh no, Rocket League. Rocket League, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gods and Monsters. So, no Splinter Cell, which is very disappointing. Um, yeah, so let's start with Chris again. Me again? Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. Um, well, the, they had a lot of good games to show, but the presentation to me felt kind of like the same as last year. It felt kind of just, here's the games. There's no real, like, crazy showmanship other than, like, Just Dance. They had all, like, you know, the animals dancing out like that and the weird mm-hmm. behind-the-scenes thing that transitioned into the live show. But I just still, I wasn't impressed by the show itself. The games, however, I'm there's a few of them on there that are interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting to see what they're doing with Watch Dogs, although I'm not super interested in, you know, a, a game where my characters die permanently. I never liked those games. I, yeah. all, after all that time investing in a character, I don't want them to die permanently. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is an interesting concept that, like, literally... Everybody has a backstory and everybody can be playable and join your squad or whatever. Um, And then, God, there was so much it's hard to think of. The Division 2 and For Honor, you know, DLCs for that. Always down for that. The the For Honor one is really cool because it's a time-limited event, from what I understand. Mm. You get to fight this crazy Japanese ghost lady. That's always fun and exciting. The, the scenery for it. That's always fun. It's always fun to fight Japanese ghosts. Woo! Give me them yokai. Um, But the rest of it, I was just kind of like... Uh, I mean, the Brawlhalla thing, I'm a big Adventure Time fan, but it's just a fun little tidbit to throw in there. It's mm-hmm. not nothing crazy to go nuts about. I, it, overall, I was just kind of like, okay, this is similar to last year and the year before. Just, you know, you got some interesting games, but your presentation is kind of meh. Yeah. Um, I'll jump in next. So two things I want to mention real quick, because I think Ubisoft last year was one of the best conferences of E3, 100%. I thought they did a great job. Also, I'm a pretty big fan of Ubisoft. I like most of the games they come out with. I'm always excited for what they announce, and I was really hoping for a Splinter Cell. 
We didn't get it. <laughs> Holy shit, we didn't get a splinter cell. And everybody was just, including myself, sure we are going to get a splinter cell. And we just didn't, they just didn't give it to us. Goddamn. But we did get Watch Dogs Legion, which is, uh, I don't know if I'd trade uh, those two. But uh, that being said, I was overall kind of disappointed with this year's Ubisoft um, conference. It wasn't bad. And they showed off some really cool games, uh, namely, you know, Gods and Monsters sounds cool. Watch Dogs Legion, I think, is the twist to the series to finally find an identity for that game. Uh, because before it was pretty much open world carjacking crime game with hacking. And the hacking was kind of minimal. Now they're turning it into this multi-character perma- permaloss uh, hacking game um, that seems pretty ambitious. And something that we haven't seen in games yet. Uh, so especially on a triple A level. So I welcome them changing it up to perhaps give watchdogs some meaning to what the fuck that, that game is. Um, so, you know, that was definitely cool to hear, but then again, we got some like kind of sting afloat games here. And I know Ubisoft is all about that long fucking, uh, trickle of support, which I love about them, but it seems like most of this conference was about that. You know, we got for honor, uh, Rainbow Six, even though Quarantine we're getting as a uh, standalone, it's still kind of an extension of Rainbow Six. Mm-hmm. Uh, Division 2, um, Rainbow Six Siege, you know, I would say like 50% of what they showed off was just telling people, you love these games, we're going to keep supporting them, and that's awesome. But when I watch E3, I like the big surprises, the big things that are that are going to be coming out soon. They did show off Ghost Recon Breakpoint, but I already played that in a fucking technical test. And it's uh it's I I still don't know if that, I'm sure NDA is over, but still. It's it's I'll be picking it up. But um yeah, as for surprises, man, like it, it's pretty much Watch Dogs Legion. And it's not even necessarily the game I wanted, but I definitely welcome it. I want to play it. And then we got Roller Champions, which was leaked like two days before E3, which I welcome, but it's free to play. So I will try it for sure. Hopefully it's awesome. And Gods and Monsters sounds cool, but that's three games. Uh, So yeah, Ubisoft was a little soft this year compared to last year, in my opinion. I I agree with pretty much everything you said there. Um, It was a little... The energy also just seemed kind of mad the whole time, except yeah. for the Just Dance part, which I'm glad they at least threw something in there to kind of like bring the energy levels up. I was also really kind of disappointed for people on the Splinter Cell thing, and obviously we know the reason, but was disappointed not to see Beyond Good and Evil 2 there. Yeah. Uh, see, if those two were there, Splinter Cell, I'm acting like it exists and they're just not showing it to me. But yeah, if those two were there, this would be a whole different fucking thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I mean, for me, like the big surprises was Watch Dogs Legion. Um, when they first started showing it, I was like, oh, it's another Watch Dogs game. And I just wasn't excited because the first two haven't grabbed me. So why would I be excited for another one? And then they started showing off the system for us. I was like, oh, you might have me with this one. You might have. I still am a little reserved, but uh, there's interesting things going on there. And I'm intrigued. So mm-hmm. um, so good job there. And then Gods and Monsters is another one where like I'm, I'm kind of intrigued, but at the same time, I still I still need a little more on that. So yeah. but overall yeah, sure. it was just kind of bland, I guess is a good way to put it the whole time. Um, and then the Uplay Plus thing is their streaming service that they're doing. And I just start getting annoyed because they're all gonna do it. Yep. So. Oh yeah. The hypest moment for me out of this whole thing was watching the Granny Hacker. 
Yeah, it was awesome. At the beginning. And then after that, I was just like, okay, bring back Granny Hacker. I want yeah. to see Granny yeah. Hacker. She was awesome. Uh, <clears throat> just because I keep ac- are, uh, asking it, uh, I'll echo that. My, my favorite game of this presentation was definitely Watch Dogs Legion. So. Same. Um. Yeah. So let's grade it. We'll start with you. I mean, I'll give it a C, C. just because it it was it was okay. I didn't hate it, but mm-hmm. I wish I wanted more. Yeah. Yeah. I will give it also a C, just because I feel I feel good giving a C. I almost want to give it a C plus, but like I didn't love it as a conference, so it was fun. Um, I'm glad it wasn't bad. That's yeah. the way I'll put it. I'm glad there's nothing bad about it, so I can't complain. I just. I want something to fucking get me pumped. And mostly I watch, I'm like, that's cool. That's cool. Oh, I'm glad Ubisoft is doing that. That's cool. That's cool. And then it was over. I'm like, okay, what's next? So uh, hopefully next year they'll bring it. Because uh, like I said, last year I think they did a really good job. So this year is more so like, we're supporting the shit out of everything. And there's a new game. I think we're seeing this as well, though, because the consoles are coming out soon. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, I'm sure there'll be some huge announcements. Next year? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Things that they can finally reveal. I just echo what you guys said. It's just see, it just overall was kind of meh. And like even like the this was hypey moment that they were trying to build up to, the Just Dance moment, mm. felt very forced and yeah. just kind of out of place. It's amazing Just Dance is still just trucking along. I don't know anybody that plays it. But I'm are. sure the profit margin's really high. Yeah. 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 They advertise it every year. It's a big thing, so mm. there must be a lot of people that like I don't hang out with who play it. Mm. So <laughs> I'm sure it's a great family game too. Oh probably. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Shout out to Ubisoft for screwing up YouTube streaming for us. Hey, thanks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thanks for fucking us over. <laughs> Giving them an F for that. Uh, joking. Um, that's actually the key. Well, it's a little bit everybody's fault. So, uh, Let's know in the comments, what do you think of Ubisoft's conference? What was your favorite game in that conference? What are you most excited for? What are you most disappointed that they didn't have? Splinter Cell. And... Um, even though they never said it was going to be there, we all knew it was. It just seems like it was the best time to do that. And what would you grade Ubisoft's conference? Let us know in the comments below. Next one we will be going through is... This is Microsoft, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So we'll go through Microsoft. Microsoft showed a shitload of stuff off in less time than EA. So I'm going to go through this real quick. EA just kind of set the standard. They're like, how long should we take? I don't know, like four hours? Okay. And then going to show off. Like six? Oh, so we got plenty of time to talk about these games. Great. That's good. That's a good idea. Everybody else is like, okay, we got an hour and a half. Just fucking puke up all the games. And they can just figure it out from there. Um, okay, so <clears throat> Microsoft showed off uh, The Outer Worlds, Bleeding Edge, uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Minecraft Dungeons, Star Wars, Jedi Fallen Order, a game that EA also showed off. So that was kind of a waste of fucking time, EA. Uh, Blair Witch, Cyberpunk 2077, a game that no one's heard about. Uh, Spiritfarer, uh, Battletoads, RPG Time, The Legend of Right. I don't remember that. It was a pen drawn game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was actually really interesting looking. Uh, ID at Xbox. That's all indie games. Oh, yeah. 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 Xbox Game Pass. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator, which was a fucking big surprise to me. Uh, Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition, Wasteland 3, Double Fine being acquired by Microsoft, which was a big surprise to me. Psychonauts 2, Lego Star Wars. This is a great list of games. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, 12 Minutes, which is like that top-down like um, cinematic game. Uh, Way to the Woods, don't remember what that is. 
Uh, Gears of War 5, Gears of War 5 Escape, Xbox Elite Wireless Controller Series 2 that uh, Maneki Neko told me that there are like adjustable joysticks, uh, joysticks which is huge. Yeah, I yeah. fucking, that's insane to me. Uh, Dying Light 2, Forza, Forza Horizon <laughs> 4, Lego Speed Champions, Gears Pop, uh, State of K2, Heartland, Fancy Star Online 2, which was crazy, Crossfire X, no one gave a fuck, uh, Tales of Arise, holy shit, Borderlands 3, and Borderlands 2 DLC, Elden Ring, xCloud and console streaming, Project Scarlet, Halo Infinite, that's it. A lot, a lot, ooh, a lot of shit. <laughs> a lot of shit doesn't even fit on my fucking. In screen. an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I'm just gonna jump into my impressions. Yeah. Holy fuck, Xbox brought it. They brought so many games to talk about. They talked about a little bit about their new console. They talked about a new controller that I'm actually really interested in picking up. They named off a shitload of games that I'm really interested in, even though some of the a lot of these aren't exclusive to the console. They still got the rights to talk about it. Tales of Arise is probably one of my like surprise most hyped games of E3. When I saw the trailer for that, I was like, holy shit, this looks, looks amazing. When I was at E3, there was a fucking screen that kept playing it, and I was just going like, whoa. Um, it's dope as shit looking. Um, I mean, <clears throat> I was about to start naming off games here that I'm excited about, but I would just be rereading this list <laughs> to you guys. So, um, you know, the energy was there. Xbox has this real cool mix of like just like, fun community we love gaming uh but also like the sophistication to their presentations that i always really dig uh really flashy i actually stood on that stage and it was really fucking cool everything was very shiny um that lego car is fucking dope as hell um and uh yeah overall i think they had an awesome just like last year i think they're one of the best conferences this year i think the same thing one of the best conferences of e3 they fucking killed it them acquiring another company in Double Fine is a huge get in my opinion because Double Fine has some hits, has some games that I think have niche crowds uh, following him. Uh, but you know, Double Fine's a company that is Double Fine. Nobody's like Double Fine. They're Double Fine. And so Xbox getting exclusive rights to them, making games for them, that's awesome. So um, yeah, overall, really cool. They also, they're the ones that announced Elden Ring, which was leaked uh, ahead of time, but at the same time, they got to show that. Project Scarlet, you know, hearing about that was really cool. Halo Infinite, very cool, even though I thought the trailer was kind of meh. Um, yeah, this was an awesome, awesome, uh, and Cyberpunk, of course. Cyberpunk 2077, they're the ones that got to show off the cinematic trailer. And Keanu Reeves, I think, pretty much uh, owns the internet right now. Dude, he's everywhere. Uh, <laughs> you're all breathtaking. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just for that alone, Microsoft definitely is one of the best conferences of B3, easily. I, I mean, I'm just going to jump in on that, if that's all right. Oh, I mean... <laughs> oh, shout out to Flight Simulator. I'm one of those weird people who's like, that is fucking dope. I'm glad that... I'm glad they're actually... Like, that game used to be like a thing that came out of... Like, once in a while. And then, like, they announced it. I'm like, you guys are making that again? About fucking time. And, and it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry. Um, so I the, the big thing I want to say here is uh, Microsoft kind of shows off the gold standard of what a conference should be. We can watch videos on YouTube of game release trailers all day long. The whole point of the conference is the show. Mm -hmm. And they always do it right. So oh, yeah. I'm very, I was very happy last year. I'm very happy again this year. They showed the new console. 
They showed new hardware, new software systems, new tech systems, new games, uh, and had fun doing it. They they literally they had everything you could want there. So I can't think of a weak spot in this this conference at all. And the um, sheer amount of stuff they shoved in an hour and a half was amazing. Um, and I know I was complaining about it all episodes so far about the services, but Xbox Game Pass offers all those games that those other people are doing exclusively and for the similar price you also get xbox live with the ultimate version and on pc mm-hmm. for 15 bucks so i think other people need to lower their prices because <laughs> yeah. it's kind of crazy to me um and, and just as a, as a quick standout for me i mean besides cyberpunk because i know we're all gonna say cyberpunk um the tales game was a big one for me and oh, yeah. and um Oh, I lost it. Where to go? Yeah, uh, yeah. Flight Simulator was a weird one. I, I'm not a, like necessarily a huge flight simulator. Fantasy Star Online too. That was just more of a surprise. About <laughs> fucking time, Sega. But, Jesus. Yeah, they were showing a flight sim, and I was like, "That's a beautiful game." And then I was like, "Is this flight sim?" Yeah. And then they're like, "Microsoft Flight Simulator." I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, that was so, a weird one. Yeah. No, this was a blast. This was a good show. You should watch this one. So definitely. I mean, yeah, this is probably one of the most packed conferences that they had entire E3. And it was great because they went through it so well and so fast. But it wasn't like, you know, too fast. It was just like such a good pace for the whole mm-hmm. conference. And there was like old games being brought up like Age of Empires 2, which I'm excited for because oh, I'm yeah. a big Age of Empires fan. For sure. And then there's new games like the Blair Witch one. I had no idea that was the Blair Witch until like near cool. the end of it. It looks amazing for like yeah. a Blair Witch game. I was like, oh... In my mind, if you think of Blair Witch game, I'm like, eh, Blair Witch. Oh, it's going to be walking in the woods be? yelling yeah. Yeah, for three hours. But this was genuinely, like, got me hyped for that game. I don't play scary games either, but that one was like, really cool. It was really well done. It's just such a good conference. Over. It's like mm. the gold standard. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we all liked it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Cyberpunk, of course, was the the game of, of E3, pretty much. Oh, yeah. But... Um, if you could pick something that wasn't cyberpunk, what was like the most exciting thing for you out of Xbox's conference? And it's really hard because there's so fucking so many of much. them. But honestly, this sounds really weird. Uh, but when I first saw Tales of Arise, I was like, what is that? Yeah. I, was, I was really pumped for it. And uh, this is Xbox's conference. And this is me. And I'm like, Cohen, that JRPG looks amazing. Bandai Namco's game. Yeah. Yeah. No, I actually I think and Elden I, Ring. Elden and, Ring. We didn't see gameplay, but um yeah. I got good vibes from that game. I think I have to agree with you on Tales over us. Because that was a genuine uh treat to like because they, they did a really good job when they're showing it off. I was like, oh, this looks really nice. And mm-hmm. then it showed off that it was a Tales game. I was like, oh, that's completely awesome. Yeah. So uh, just echoing here because I really like the Tales games a lot. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool to see a new one. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, really great conference though. I'm gonna grade it. I'm gonna give it a fucking hard A. I'm gonna give it a full on A. You kind of solidified that. I was gonna give it an A minus, but when you said that like this is the gold standard of a conference, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, we're we're watching E3 for the presentation, the celebration of gaming. Nobody did it better than Xbox. Yeah. The only reason I didn't give them A plus is because like I really want to reserve that for something that's just like holy shit. Um, and obviously Cyberpunk. Is that, but what I saw as opposed to what they showed, completely different. Yeah. So, um, 
A, strong, strong A, really good. One of the best conferences of E3, easy. Uh, Chris? See, I was going to go with an A-, minus, but hearing you talk about it and everybody else talk about it, I think I'll have to go with an A as well. It was just so well done. Yeah. It was just the right balance of new and old games, and it was just oh, it was really well done. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's going to be three of them. I, <laughs> it really is like... Triple A. It is what Triple A, a standard. It is what a conference should be at E3. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that 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 is it. And and then everyone else should probably take notes. So When Phil Spencer said that they were going to go like big... They went I, big. They did. They, that's yeah. a lot of fucking games. So, um, yeah. and, and it's great to see them in in this position so to be able to do that so i uh obviously early in their life we were concerned but the last few years especially they've just been killing it uh on on e3 and their announcements and what they have planned for the future and i'm excited for them so definitely i was waiting the whole time though when i was watching this i was like it's fucking ps4 or not ps4 fucking sony just sitting back fucking with the sunglasses with a little switch going release the ps5 (laughs) (laughs) opens the candle and a bunch of ps5s come running out and people are like, oh my god, new consoles. <laughs> and they're like, and Last of Us 2, and all sorts of, but that didn't happen. I was waiting for it though. I was like, these motherfuckers are going to sabotage. It's like, get ready, get ready. If they say anything big, just fucking release. Trump card, Trump card. Yeah. But I'm sure we'll get something huge from them soon. Uh, yeah, let us know in the comments what you think about the Microsoft. Uh, conference what was your favorite game that they showed off there's a lot of them obviously cyberpunk most likely but what other games and what kind of grade would you give them for their conference let us know in the comments below okay so for the next conference we're going to cover uh or we did cover uh was square enix which had plenty to show uh although they kind of lingered quite a bit on the avengers towards the end um that that whole thing uh what they covered in case you didn't watch it but you should go check it out is uh final Fantasy 7 remake of course they spent a good amount of time covering that uh then they fucking went to life is strange too uh, and then i skipped the show that um final fantasy crystal chronicles remaster edition which was actually really pleasant to see uh octopath traveler coming to pc last remnant remastered so they're apparently bringing back a lot of games that maybe didn't get a fair shake uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2, which comes out soon, I think. Dragon Quest 11 Definitive Edition. I'm flirting with buying that again, even though I ain't got the fucking time to play that again. Uh, Square Enix Collective. That's their indie That's, program. Yeah. And then Square Enix Music, which I think is them releasing all of their albums on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Is that and what that is? Amazon. And, is it on Amazon? And Ooh. Apple Music and streaming music services. I listen so. to Amazon Music. Uh, where was that? Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind DLC, which I think will be their attempt to make that game good. I haven't beaten it, so don't don't yell at me. Um, I've just heard things from people that I trust and don't trust. Which ones are which? I'll let you guys decide. Which one does Josh fall under? I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's a tough one. <laughs> do you trust what he says or do you not? <laughs> Fucking... Keep that out, out in the open. Final Fantasy fourteen Shadowbringers. They talked about that a bit. Uh, Dying Light 2, which actually was in a couple conferences, which is kind of cool to see. Romantic Saga 3 and Saga Scarlet Grace Ambitions, which is Xbox's new Xbox coming out. Um, War of the Visions Final Fantasy Brave Exvius, which is a tactical Brave Exvius game. Square's good at names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I always jokingly like poke fun at like 
Japanese games really kind of getting very lenient with English. And that's fine, but if there's one company that's real bad about it, it's Square Enix. <laughs> it's like, it's like, what are we going to name it? Uh, I don't know. All the names are taken. They just keep adding words to it then. <laughs> Eventually, they don't, it's not, it's not it a game. It won't be copyrighted anymore, yeah. Yeah. Um, Outriders, which is a, a game that I'm really confused about. Oninaki, uh, which I think is being made by the people who made I'm Setsuna. Tokyo RPG Company. Yeah, yeah. which is really interesting. Final Fantasy... Eight remaster, and then finally Avengers. Uh, that's like the Marvel Avengers, like mm-hmm. supposedly big budget AAA. They spent a lot of money on the voice actors game, um, and nothing else. Uh, yeah, so let's jump into impressions. I'm dying to know what Chris thought of this conference and what was shown. <laughs> dying for me. Oh my god, I was dying for this conference the whole time. But you know, the biggest hype was the Final Fantasy VII remake. It's pretty obvious that's what everybody was. I played it. Was shh. Watch yourself. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Watch yourself. <laughs> that was a fucking. That was a threat of my life. Uh, <laughs> it was just. It was great to see more gameplay of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the boss fight. It was just. It was just so amazing. And how there's like. You know, you actually have to dodge the lasers by hiding behind things, um, and they show you know the different mechanics for like like how the characters all play different according to like you know how they were in the game. So like you know Barrett has a gun, and you hold the button down to continuously shoot from it. Um, it makes me really curious to see what they're gonna do with some of the other characters though, like uh, Red X, his what they're gonna do for his attack pattern because in the old game he just jumped forward, did a quick little spin. And landed, and mm-hmm. then jumped back. So I'm curious just to see what kind of like things they do. Because Tifa looked like she was going through kind of through like her, almost like her limit break. You know, the the slots attack. So like yeah. you know, somersault kick or dolphin kick and beat rush and things like that. Um, or even like Yuffie, who just you know can walk forward, throws a shuriken, walk back. Just curious to kind of see what they're going to do with those characters mm-hmm. um, and how they're going to handle summons. And we saw a little bit about how the the magic you know materia works, but I want to see a little more deeper if it's only through the atb gauge or if there's some way to do it without that um and then just you know there's a lot of pleasant little surprises in here a lot of nostalgia a lot of rpgs which i'm so excited for because it's been a little while since we've had a good chunk of rpgs like this so i'm just i was super stoked about it um i kind of wish they they i don't know why but i really wanted them to have like a bigger orchestra to play the music i think that would have been like Top notch for them, especially mm-hmm. since they just had a the, full orchestra the day before. The day before playing all the music, so like even just like a smaller, like little pit ensemble would have been nice. But I can't fault them too much for that. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll jump in. So uh, I'm gonna piggyback off what you're saying, kind of about like um, the presentation, wishing there's a bigger orchestra. This did seem kind of like it was cut and dry, which I kind of like. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of spectacle to it. The worst thing about the whole presentation was that weird Chad dude bro guy who came out to talk about Final Fantasy Seven. I didn't understand that at all. Like, did they go down to the local fucking bar and just ask a guy, like, we'll buy you a couple shots if you do the presentation. He's like, all right, bro. Um, but outside of that, it was really good. It kind of almost reminded me of what like a digital presentation would be like or a Nintendo Direct, only live. Um, but I think they, they did a good job. Um, but what they showed was was huge, in my opinion. Um, they showed a lot of really good games. Obviously, they showed Final Fantasy VII, which is the thing everybody wants to see. And in my opinion, but also being on the floor, seemed to be the second biggest hyped game of all of E3. So, I mean, that 
gives them a lot of clout in the sense that they fucking um, got to show that off. And it was, they made a big deal about it. They spent time talking about it and they, they showed plenty to sink your teeth into. So that was really cool. Life is strange. You don't give a shit about, but um, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that do. Um, I was pretty happy about seeing some of these remasters coming out because it's kind of like what I said before. Some of these games um, came out in a time where JRPGs were kind of on like a downslope a bit and uh maybe people weren't playing them as much then or you know they're they, it didn't last remnant come out on xbox yeah yeah and crystal chronicles came out on GameCube. gamecube yeah, yeah. so i so, feel like these games are, are like getting reintroduced to people who didn't have access to them or maybe they're younger or like you didn't you weren't playing much gamecube then or mm-hmm. you didn't have an xbox and you're like i always really wanted to play that but i'm not gonna buy an xbox for rpgs uh, you know, because they made that attempt then, we're in now, so now they are giving you new ways to play them, and I think that's awesome. So, you normally I'm not like, yay, remasters. I, I'm always positive on them, but like here I'm like, that's actually really cool that they picked these ones to remaster. And of course, you know, Final Fantasy VIII remaster, I was hoping to see something a little higher in graphics, not necessarily like a remake, but something a little higher, but it's still really neat to see that all cleaned up and giving people a new way to play it. Um, well, the biggest thing too with a lot of these remasters, sorry not to okay, talk about in there, but um, is bringing them to a widescreen format. Yeah, because a lot of them came yeah. out in four three. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, going over like Dragon Quest Eleven uh, Definitive Edition, I think that's awesome. It's coming out for Switch. It's gonna have more content, which fucking makes me want to get it. Uh, it's so good, guys. If you have a Switch or if you want to play it on PS4, uh, I don't know if it's on Xbox or not. Pick it up. I think Dragon Quest XI is probably one of my favorite JRPGs of all time. So fucking pick that shit up. And if you got Switch, this is going to have you know more stuff to it. Dragon Quest Builders 2. Uh, I watched on the floor. I didn't get to play it too much. But you know <clears throat> it's pretty much what I want dra- wanted Dragon Quest Builders to be. So Dragon Quest Builders 2 is looking really cool. It's got that co-op. I think it's more than just two-player too. I think it's like four, four. or some shit, which is fucking awesome. Um... And yeah, I mean, some of the weaker elements of this conference, in my opinion, are Outriders. It's not really doing much for me. I think it's cool that they're kind of taking a risk at making something that you wouldn't expect from Square Enix. Um, and they got people who've worked on like Gears of War and shit working on this. So I kind of feel like we're going to be getting something similar to that. Um, maybe something tactical. Um, and Avengers, I'm so mixed on because um, the voice acting is there. The, the company working on it is there. Everything about it is there. But there's just something B-rated about the production, or at least what we've seen of this. I need to see gameplay. I I, I, yeah. I don't want to be one of those people who are like poo-pooing it. I'm just saying it's it seems off slightly. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like I ordered something and I got something that looks different. I'm trying to figure out, eh, do I want to eat this or why why does this look so different? Um, <laughs> you ordered Mickey Mouse, you got Morky Mouse. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Like, can I get those mouse ears and they hand me like some fucking cardboard cat ears? I'm like, what is this? <laughs> Why? Um, yeah, overall, I think they had, a, they had a good conference and I think they had one of the better conferences of E3. Uh, I One thing I just want to say that, that does not go into my grade on this, but um, when I was at E3, I loved how big Square Enix went. Um, them coming back to E3 between their conference and their presence on the show floor was really cool to see. Not only has Square Enix been been coming back with their games hard, you know, they had that slow kind of build up to where they are now, but now I just feel really comfortable in saying Square Enix is fucking killing it again. 
but they're also showing it by coming back to to E3, having a good conference, showing off really cool shit, getting people really excited, having like the second biggest game of E3, and then also having a big showing on the floor. It, it's just been really fucking cool. So in that regard, I also have to, I'll, I'll be grading it a little higher just because um, I'm glad to see Square Enix back. So, and, and the conference shows that 100%. So I thought they had a good conference. Yeah, and then you, uh, the other thing I wanted to add to that too was uh, you had also shown me pictures of them having a presence even outside of the convention center. Oh, all over like all the buses and stuff like Dude, that. There's bu- yeah, there's buses there with Shadowbringers all over. There's a huge fucking mural on the side of the building. It's a giant building. That building's fucking huge. Uh, Square Enix was everywhere, man. They owned the main hall. You went in there, and there was like Final Fantasy shit all over the place. There was a giant bike cloud's bike you could sell and get pictures taken of there was fucking uh and it's really neat looking full scale there was like uh figurines and like fancy ass watches you couldn't buy which was really annoying <laughs> i was like look at them like i don't even wear, well, I do wear a watch but i was like man that's fucking nice a final fantasy watch there's so much final fantasy shit there it was, it was crazy i was like like square enix really put some fucking money down for e3 and it was very cool and it obviously left an impression um shout out to uh Gearbox as well. They put a lot of money down for Borderlands 3. So there's some real big spenders at E3. But Square Enix was, was one of them. And uh, I think it translated to their conference too. There was just a lot of hype with Square Enix. And mm-hmm. I think I think they they celebrated that really well. Yeah. So, I mean, speaking of hype, this was definitely my um, most anticipated conference of E3. Uh, mostly just because of how long it's been since they've been there. And obviously, they had told us Final Fantasy VII was going to be there. So I think everyone, it was just eyes on like Square when they showed up. Because like, okay, you haven't done this in a while. You got a big game. Let's see how this goes. And they opened up with it and gave us like 20 straight minutes of Final Fantasy VII. And it was great. It's pretty much like a drug dealer going like, hey, come over to my house. I got some crack for you. And you're all like, oh, shit. You can <laughs> knock on the door and you're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting. And then fucking cr- open the door up and it's exactly what you wanted. It's like, ooh. <laughs> Got on the table waiting. Yeah, yeah. And, and I gotta got say, spoon ready. and I'm sure a lot of you, your your favorite content creators or, or websites or whatever, have been kind of saying this anyways. I'm I'm just kind of echoing it. Um, any concerns I had about the Final Fantasy VII remake are pretty much gone after witnessing it. Um, it looks like they really are doing the modern modernization of the game without bastardizing the game so um and not to be like oh, i played a blah 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 but just to confirm as well from playing it i i can back that up too i mean i i have no concerns it's better than what i thought it was gonna be so it's fucking it's awesome it's awesome yeah so that is uh very cool now to talk about the rest of you yeah. real quick sorry what, I do, just... what would you guys rate the final fantasy 7 conference <laughs> um there's a couple things in here obviously I didn't care about, and I'm just going to kind of skip over those. So, But uh, things that were really neat to see, uh, the remasters was something I wasn't expecting any of the titles they mentioned, except for one that Seth spoiled for me. Uh, <laughs> Which one did I spoil? Final Fantasy VIII. I don't remember that. You sent it to me in Discord, and you're like, whoops, wrong channel. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Crystal Chronicles. Um, I remember playing it back on GameCube, and I thought it was kind of a neat idea, but um, 
I didn't know too many people playing it on GameCube, so mm-hmm. I, I was kind of lost on me. It is a multiplayer game, so yeah, because I remember we had it, yeah, but it was a multiplayer game, and and yeah, we couldn't fully realize yeah. the game, so it's almost like better that's coming out now. Yeah, that's so, such a standard thing you can play with anyone nowadays, for sure. And I'm really excited to actually give that a shot, especially because a lot of the uh, like I believe that also had the be using Game Boy Advances as controllers type thing going yeah. on with yeah, it yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So with all the gimmicks and stuff Back gone, fucking weird with games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just going to be able to play the game, and that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, Octopath Traveler, um, I have on Switch. I need to beat it, but I can say firsthand that it is a very fun game. And if you're thinking about getting it and you don't have a Switch, you have a PC, get it. Uh, Last Remnant, I played a little bit on Xbox. It'd be cool to play it again. I'm not in a hurry to get that one, but it's really neat that they, they even thought to do that title. Mm-hmm. Dragon Quest Builders 2 is a huge uh, one for me just because I really like Dragon Quest Builders, but I had a hard time continuing playing it because it felt like it needed co-op, and now it has co-op, and I'm thrilled because the game plays and looks great. It's got a little vampire Vegeta boy. Yeah. No, he looks awesome. I love that. <laughs> uh, the definitive edition of Dragon Quest XI uh, is great. Like Seth already talked it up. I'm just going to back him up on that. Uh, Square Enix Collective was their essentially their indie game and uh, a crowdfunding system, which I'm glad they always show that off. Um, there are some big games that came out of that, including uh, towards the bottom here we have Oninaki when they came out with uh, not uh, oh god what was it? I am Setsuna that was part of that program. So and now they're a company that just makes RPGs for Square. Yeah, so. it's it's cool to see them moving on to something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I already knew about the Square Enix music thing, but I'm glad they advertised it to people. You can just listen to Square music now, which is great. I love their soundtracks. People, I mean, it's it's a lot of companies, you know, I don't think it, they'd have the same response. But, I mean, Square Enix's soundtracks are beloved, so it makes sense. Well, and they go on tours and do concerts oh, and yeah. shit. I, I music, would love so. to see one. Um, and really, the, 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 the other big one for me was uh, Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers. No. Because. No, you I, never played that. I knew they were going to be there, but I honestly expected them to show the trailer that we already saw. Yeah. Mm. And then they showed a full-blown, full never-before-seen storyboard trailer that really had like this crazy ending to it that kind of just made the internet go, what the fuck? So, great. <laughs> Especially this close to the release of it. I'm, I'm so excited. Um, Time for me to catch up. Yeah. And the Final Fantasy... It only took me like three years. The Final Fantasy VIII remaster is actually kind of neat for me. Because it's a game that I didn't give a fair chance. And I will uh, absolutely be picking this up and like forcing... At the very least, forcing myself to get past the first disc. Because that's as far as I got in the past. Whew. So I want to... I want to give the game a fair shot. And I think being older now and more patient is going to make that easier for me too. Because I think I was just so used to 7... That eight was such a, a hard jump for me, so, um, and I probably was a little unfair towards it. It's amazing how you can have an expectation of something after you've played something, and even if it is really good, if it's not what you were expecting, it it can diminish mm. your initial uh, impression of it. But if you come back to it, like so, for instance, kind of completely off topic, but like I'm a huge M eighty three fan, been listening to him since. A long time ago and fucking uh hurry up we're dreaming i loved it. it was a great album and then junk came out which is an album after that and i was like i don't like this this uh-huh. sucks came back to like three years later i think it's a fucking masterpiece <laughs> so in that sense like if that makes sense coming back to final fantasy 8 you might be coming back to it without coming off of seven fresh like that i did that with 12 when they yeah. re-released 12 mm-hmm. i sat down and beat the whole game it was great at the very least, you can just play a bunch of Triple Triad. Not going to do that. 
<laughs> gets no fucking play, dude. Nine. Yeah, I would love to see them re-release that. I'd, I'd play the shit out of that again. So the one thing that I'm really upset about that they do all these re-releases for that they don't re-release Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, I want to yeah. play it on PS4. That one's a little That'd more be complicated sick. because be of the people who have part in it are no longer part of the company. I think so. I like to see Tactics and Six. Yeah, because mm. Six is one of those beloved titles, and it'd be great to have, like. I want to see Six yeah. get the treatment of fucking like. Full on fucking remake. Yeah, you know it's That'd funny. Be amazing. I, I said the same thing, and only because that is one of the games that people argue is the best Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. And, so it should get and has a, a big fucking remake. Treatment. It should. And and I know pretty much everyone would say Kefka's probably the best villain in Final Fantasy too, so, or as well, not two, but yeah. Arden's pretty cool. Harden is pretty cool. I like him quite a bit. Hmm. He's not as powerful as Sephiroth, but he's pretty cool. Mm. I like his story. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Chris has got his sass going. <laughs> Stupid ass clown. Ooh. Ooh. Bring up some dumbass clown. We're talking about Final Fantasy. You're gonna bring up some stupid ass clown shoes. Uh, I can't judge it. I've never actually played six. I haven't either. But I've played six. It is beloved. So I've never got even a third through it. But I played it. Yeah. I remember that beginning scene where they're walking through the snow. Where the fuck? It's pretty cool for Super Nintendo, actually. Mm. Wait, it's time. We're not talking about this uh, anymore. We're not talking about the conference anymore. So where were you at? That was pretty much done. I, it was, I Avengers. Finished. What do you think about it? Um, so I'm I'm definitely in the 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 court of like it's it's their game, their design models. Um, I also, um, even though like I don't really have like a standard for what they should look like. So like people complaining that they don't look like that. I know a lot of those people are because they wanted the MCU people. This isn't that. You have to be okay with that. Now, go ahead. My only thing. Is that I wish they resembled the comic book characters. I know there's yes. been many iterations of the comic book characters, but there's still this idea of what Tony Stark looks like. Yeah. It doesn't matter which comic book series it is or if it's the MCU, there's a particular style to the dude's face, his mannerisms, all sorts of shit. Thor, it looks pretty much like Thor in most things. In fact, I think Chris Hemsworth looks the most different mm-hmm. to Thor that Thor's ever looked, but he still looks the part and he still owns the part. Mm-hmm. This Thor looks like that dude from fucking uh, Detroit Become Human. Uh, looks like some weird washed up fucking like 40 year old guy who they dressed up like Thor. And then like Tony Stark just got like fucking long hair and he just looks like a bro. And like Captain America's body's really big, but his head's really small. And he looks like they all look like they're like someone you saw was shopping at Walmart at like 2 a.m. And you dress them up in some like off like b-rated fucking avengers costumes it's really weird yeah so if they like they got amazing voice talent for those characters yeah, for sure so yeah, they're yeah. like if, the, if it's got a good script you know they're gonna act really well and you're gonna go i don't give a fuck how they look because you're just gonna feel the parts anyway so it's not gonna matter so we we need to see the game more but at first glance the graphics aren't that great and i know there's cinematics but then also the characters look off yeah, it's like you like I said earlier, like you order something that's red and it's like a fucking faded orangish color, mm-hmm. and you're like, why? It shouldn't look like that. So, I I do think some people are being way too ridiculous about it, mm-hmm. and the people are like, I want to be the MCU. I don't agree with that, but 
there's still uh, a goal post area that I feel like you could <laughs> throw it in somewhere and still nail it. <laughs> but there's like, no, fuck that. Yeah. And you know what, though? In a time where people do a bunch of stupid shit because people get upset, them going, we're, you know, we're, we're going to fucking, this is what the game's going to look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to own it. So good. Own it. And hopefully it's awesome. Yeah. And hopefully everyone, you make everyone, you make all the people you're trying to get to buy this game, you make them all look like fucking idiots. All your fans. And then you point out, you're like, you guys are fucking stupid. All of you. Now, buy well, our game. well, don't do that part. But uh, this is good advice. I do. I do. I do agree with you that in a time where, where people complain and people just bend over backwards, um, it is nice to see them taking uh, a strict stance on, on their artistic view of what they're doing. Um, and Marvel is involved, so it's not like, you know, they didn't see that. So I mean, Disney. they were on stage. Well, it's still, it's still a, a division of Disney, but Marvel is still Marvel. So, mm-hmm. um, so I mean, they were there. And, and they, you know, obviously let that be shown. So mm-hmm. um, it's, so to get, get past that part, though, I, really at the end of the day, because like you said, they – they do have the, the huge voice talent, but the gameplay, if the gameplay is great, I honestly don't care that much what the game looks like. Um, to an extent, obviously, I don't want it to look uh, broken and and completely janky the whole time, but it, as long as it is consistent and the gameplay is fun. And um, the only thing I'm really worried about is they said during the conference multiplayer and then later after the conference they said the multiplayer is not going to be part of the story though so i don't know what that means and they're going to be adding uh heroes to it mm-hmm. which is really interesting yeah. which heroes I'm, that's what i'm curious about too. they showed um it's more questions and answers Ant-Man, that's the problem the yeah yeah mm-hmm. hank pym yeah yeah oh and he's like balding and shit um yeah which is fine it's just male aging <laughs> yeah so yeah i, I mean pretty much that that's the big thing more questions and answers um Excelsior. They showed us some stuff, and I went, okay, but I, I still don't know what you're showing me. So, yeah. And that's 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 the biggest issue for me. Yeah, yeah. So, just, yeah. I just need to wait on Avengers, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they showed something, and it wasn't enough to, to sell people on. So, Especially with how much time they spent uh, on it in the conference. And I know that's just because I'm sure Marvel was like, we demand X amount of time. So, mm. Yeah. You already said what you thought at the conference, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You started out. Mm-hmm. We all, we all, talked we all did it. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll get into grading. I'll start off. Uh-huh. I don't even know what I'm going to grade it, so I'm going to think about that real fast. They had a good conference. I think they're straightforward, to the point, but also fun. Uh, atmosphere was a good thing for the conference. Final Fantasy VII obviously is going to up the score for me quite a bit because that's such a huge game. I think they showed off really good games. I think they had one of the better conferences of E3, uh, only weaknesses I can really see out of the whole thing is Outriders, but I don't know what the fuck that is actually, so it didn't do much for me. In fact, I was more so confused than anything. And Avengers, I'm glad they showed off because some people are really excited for that, but at the same time, it didn't really get me super excited for it. So I'm going to give the Square Enix conference fuck, uh, a B plus. I'm going to give it a strong B plus. I almost want to go A minus. But, um, yeah, two of those games, uh, out of most of them, uh, were kind of meh. And then they had a lot of, uh, you know, remasters and stuff that we knew was coming. But then they had some really big hard hitters, too. Life is Strange 2 is not part of my uh, grade in any way because I'm pretending it doesn't exist. 
Um, I'll go and go next. Yeah, go ahead. So um, <laughs> I was thinking about Life is Strange too. I was just like, really annoyed. Uh, so for me, this, you know, uh, I have a soft spot for Square, anyways, just because I, I just uh, I've mostly played role playing games growing up, and then I expanded into other things as I got older. But my roots definitely come from this company uh, when it comes to like me maturing into gaming and stuff like that. Um, plus, fa- plus you have a straight up fucking IV in your arm for Shadowbringers. Yes. <laughs> um, Final Fantasy VII is on, Daddy needs his fucking medicine. Is a must buy. Uh, and for me, Crystal Chronicles is going to be a must buy. Dragon Builders is a must buy. Yep. Uh, I already bought Shadowbringers. I bought the ridiculously expensive comes the figurine version of that uh we'll actually do an unboxing on the channel for that and actually uh, to be honest almost every single game here is a game i uh want yeah yeah there's, mm-hmm. i mean there's huge titles on here um mm. i didn't i don't see the bookmark first i might have missed it but the the mana collection that came out they they talked about oh, there yeah. too yeah. Um, i want to buy that in fact in the stream it's funny they announced it like available now and i was like really <laughs> i was like Looking for my switch, but I couldn't find. It. I was like, oh, "Fuck it, I'll do it." Later. <laughs> um, and then yeah, Oninaki and Final Fantasy VIII uh, are also games I plan on buying. So, um, just the sheer amount of stuff they have for me to, to like want to buy. Um, my if I had any weaknesses besides certain games I don't like in here, um, it wasn't really like a conference, like you said. It was more like a direct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Chad bro was the worst part of the whole thing. With 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 all that in Trump mind. Universe. Um, I still there's just too much, too many big titles in here for me, so I have to give it an A minus. I just yeah. I, there's no way I can go lower. It was really hard for me to do B plus, so. but I feel comfortable with it. So A minus. A minus. Uh-huh. Sorry for being long winded. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> Build it up. Right. So the conference itself, it had like this really high peak right at the very beginning, and it flatlined, and then yeah. it kind of slowly built itself back up again. Um, it just kind of plateaued about eighty percent. 90% up there to what, you know, Final Fantasy VII Remake was. Mm. However, I too, like Chevy, have a very soft spot for Square. Um, it is what got me into gaming entirely. So I, I, I was thinking A- minus the whole time too. There could have been something a little bit more. They could have done something a little bit better. They could have cut down the Marvel time, I think, given us some more Final Fantasy VII stuff. But I think everybody would have been like, hey, hey. But um, I'm excited for the remakes. I'm so excited to get back into those because this is something a lot of people have been asking for. Is you know, I want to go back and play those games and having the hassle of digging out through the closet, the the GameCube, and finding the controllers for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm stoked for it. So yeah, an A minus, two A minuses, and a B plus. Uh, best game of the conference, most likely Final Fantasy VII. But if you could pick a different one, what would it be? Um. Shadowbringers? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely Shadowbringers. Uh, that that trailer was just awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, fuck, what would I pick? I mean, I don't even play Final Fantasy XIV that much, and it's pretty much one of them. I think probably for me, either Crystal Chronicle Remaster or um, uh, Dragon Quest Builders 2 are two games I'm pretty stoked about. But, uh, and Final Fantasy VIII Remaster, but um, mm-hmm. probably probably Dragon Quest Builder Two, Builders Two, just because that's coming out soon. I'm gonna buy that for sure. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, Dying Light Two, but also like that's in so many conferences, it's hard for me to go. Like that's the Square Enix 
conference game that I want the most. But it's also I, a huge curveball on that list. Yeah. I keep kind of <laughs> skipping over because I'm like, you don't belong there. I keep, <laughs> I keep going down. I'm like, what are you doing here? Move. Get out of there. All these like fantasy games and it's like, Dying like two. That game's going to be fucking sick. Um, yeah. So uh, let us know uh, what was your favorite game of the Square Enix conference? What was uh, a disappointing game? What do you think about the Avengers? What do you think about their faces? Um, and yeah, what would you grade the conference as a whole? Uh, last one we'll be talking about uh, is the Nintendo Direct for E3 that uh showed off a bunch of games and we're gonna go through those games so uh they showed off smash dragon quest is that that that's uh, adding dragon quest characters to smash. oh yeah yeah so they're adding dragon quest characters to smash uh dragon quest uh, 11 definitive edition which was shown in the last conference mm-hmm. uh, again showing that switch love uh luigi's uh mansion 3 they showed that off uh dark crystal age of resistance tactics um which is a tie-in to the i think the new netflix series Dark yep. crystal series yep. uh, legend of zelda links awakening remake which is fucking crazy uh oh there's the mana collection it was in that one yeah yeah, yeah. i was wondering where it was uh trials of mana armana mana collection which is final fantasy adventure uh secret of mana and trials of mana which has never been released here which is fucking really neat uh, makes me want to pick it up just for that alone. Uh, Witcher 3 coming to Switch. Fire Emblem Three Houses, which comes out pretty soon. Really fucking excited for that. Resident Evil games in general are coming out uh, for the Switch. I know they showed uh, like the remaster of the original Resident Evil. So essentially you're getting that Resident Evil love on Switch finally. Uh, no More Heroes 3. Contra Anniversary Collection, which is such a hard thing for me to see because I hate Konami, but I love Contra so much. Damon X Machina was shown again, which is that um, mech game by some of the devs who worked on uh, Armored Core, and you can tell. Uh, Panzer Dragoon is being remade or remastered. I think it's remade, right? Remastered. Remastered, okay. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield was shown off. Astral Chain, which is the weird umbilical cord fucking plug-in baby game. Uh, Empire of Sin. I don't remember what that was. Oh, neither now. Uh, anyway, it was a game. And uh, <laughs> Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 was shown off, which is looking really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cand- Candence? Show me Cadence? I don't know. Of Hyrule, which is uh, that... Mm. Uh, the music game. The... the, the, the uh, uh, I forgot the original <laughs> game's name. Um, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Animal Crossing New Horizons, which I know a lot of people were disappointed to not see that at E3. I mean, they showed it there, but you know, no one got to play it. Uh, game Splash Reel. So I'm assuming that's just a bunch of shit. Yeah, they showed a bunch Banjo of stuff. Banjo-Kazooie coming to Smash. And an untitled sequel to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, where they showed a little bit of footage and then some cryptic messaging saying that there is a sequel being worked on. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so uh, we'll start with Chris this time on Chris Nintendo's time. conference. <laughs> yes. So, Do you want to start? No, that's fine. I'm just saying. I, think, I went last time. I think at the mm. least, like, going into this, like, what I was expecting out of it, and mm. I got the most out of it. Yeah. Uh, this made me so hyped to buy a Switch. I want to get one so fucking bad right now, <laughs> but I also want to get... You know, Final Fantasy VII Remake for Soldier Edition. And they're kind of about the same price right now. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of like, fuck, which do I get? 
Um, Oof, that fucking... That Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Special Edition, though, man. Right? Switches will be around. That won't. Whew, yeah. That's my argument. Yeah. Anyways, um, there was so much. Like, I, I'm a big fan of Luigi's Mansion. I played the first one. Didn't play the second one because it was on 3DS. Um, this one's got Gooigi in it. This though. one does have Gooigi in it. And, like, the 3DS is multiplayer. Mm-hmm. So that's really hype for me. I'm, I'm excited for it. I really like the game. It's got a fun quirkiness to it. Um, I, I'm a... I'm a big Dark Crystal fan, so I'm not going to get too hyped about it because I want to see more because it could just be like kind of a gimmick tie-in. Like, hey, here's something yeah, to go with it. that's why I was like, eh, we'll see. But I'm a big Jim Henson fan, so I'll look deeper into that later. But uh, uh, the Reimagined of Link's Awakening was amazing. Um, it's like completely redone because, I mean, it was a Game Boy game. Yeah, it's a remake, mm. not a remaster. Yeah, a remake. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's great. And the art style of it is really cutesy, fun. Um, to kind of tie back into that old Legend of Zelda esque gameplay, not like not like Ocarina of Time, where it's more serious. It's just kind of little pudgy, cute characters killing each other. Oh my! <laughs> it's cutesy. That it's sounds fun. pretty serious. <laughs> um, and then the Mana games. I am. I, this is what got me pu- pumped the most for, as I was so fucking excited to see that they're bringing Legend of Mana or Secret of Mana or whatever mm-hmm. three finally to America because we've never gotten it before, and we've got. Mm-hmm. You know, four of three of three of the other games, and I've just been waiting for this, and I don't want to play a ROM hack of it. I just want to play it legit. So we're getting it, and it looks so much better than what like the Secret of Mana remake was. Mm-hmm. Like I have the Secret of Mana remake, and it's fun, it's great, but like it looks so much better. There's so much love and care put into this one. I'm just so yeah. fucking excited for it. And then I think the other one that I was really excited for is the the Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I'm a really big fan of those games. It's so weird. We're getting we're getting Ultimate Alliance three and also like Marvel Avengers. Like obviously they're not the same thing, but it's mm-hmm. just like weird to be getting two games on the same time. It's like here, which kind of tells me they're going to have different gameplay mechanics. Oh yeah, definitely. So I'm excited for that. I'm super stoked for it. Anything else? <sighs> I was just so hyped up. I was freaking out the whole fucking time. <laughs> well, if there's one thing they want to do by having a conference, it's sell more switches so at least they did that so chevy um i also was very pleasantly surprised with this though um you know we we say it all the time anymore the switch has just been killing it killing killing it and they still have a strong lineup coming out so um in a time where everyone's kind of like cooling down to get ready for new hardware nintendo's just like full support mode which is great to see um for me, the big ones are, uh, I'm not the biggest Zelda fan, but Link's Awakening is one of the ones I really do enjoy, and I'm glad to see it getting a full remake. I will be picking this up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks very cool. I want to pick up the Mana Collection. Uh, I never, uh, it was one of the, the series that Square made that I dabbled in, but never really like invested time into, so it gives me a good opportunity to visit those and actually play them. Uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses is 100% must-buy. Love Fire Emblem, and it is beautiful looking. Mm-hmm. Um Panzer Dragoon, I'm curious in. Um, I honestly did not expect to see that at all. Uh, Sega did two surprises this year. Really strange. They just kind of like, hey, here's things that people like and we're actually going to give to the West. So thank you. Um, Pokemon, huge for me. But, you know, uh, I'm also kind of mixed because they're not allowing you to bring all your Pokemon into it. So I, I don't know. We'll I'm going to keep my eye on it. I'll, I'll probably end up buying it anyways, but I'm a little disappointed in that. Astral Chain, Platinum Games' is a new game. Um, I think it looks a lot of, like a lot of fun. And then Marvel Ultimate Alliance also looks great. 
And I was excited to get a confirmation on Animal Crossing because Animal Crossing is dope. Not for everyone, but for me, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is one of the best conferences easily of all E3, if not uh, equal to or at least second to Microsoft uh, in, in what they did. Uh, and Square Enix, those three really brought it this year. Oh, yeah. But I really think Nintendo and Microsoft had the strongest showings. And that's really cool for me to be able to say. Because, um, you know, I've slowly been going like, you know, Nintendo's killing it, Switch is killing it. They're supporting that fucking thing. They're making great games for it and shit. And now at E3, they had this great conference at E3. They had amazing booths. Uh, you know, Nintendo's back and they're really showing it. And and uh, this conference was awesome. Like almost every single game here is a game that I'm going to buy or want to buy or would tell people to buy. Um and the the way Nintendo does their um, their direct videos is is always great and fun, and they really kind of promote just like fun and community and like that like the people running Nintendo are your buddies and shit, and like uh, you know they had Bowser on there the the new guy mm-hmm. and you know he seems cool you know he's got he's got some big shoes to fucking fill with Reggie uh, leaving so for sure. Um, yeah, you know, of course, people are going to judge him accordingly, but he seems cool. I like the whole joke with Bowser being in the video and shit. They're like trying to get him to leave, and he's just like looking at him, like, go, go. And he's just like, oh. Um, it was funny. Um, but yeah, the game, the games are awesome. You know, I'm not really playing Smash a whole lot. I need to pick it up at some point, but that they keep introducing more characters to a game that already has a shitload of characters is really insane. You know, um, Dragon Quest Definitive Edition, of course, I'm going to fucking whore that out fucking pick that shit up uh luigi's mansion 3 i played it and it's really fun um definitely think about picking that up the multiplayer seems cool the game's got so much like charisma to it um in a, in a weird way like you know it's just a really fun quirky game um dark crystal age of resistance tactics you know like i'm gonna wait and see on that but at the same time i was watching the gameplay and it was interesting looking so i did not expect that zelda looks awesome i know that's a really beloved zelda game and so that it's getting a full remake um is is really cool especially like coming game from boy a game, game boy game 100 yeah. yeah um Mana, like you guys, huge fan of the of the series i've never played trials of course i fucking when they announced that i was like what uh, so I'm really stoked on that. Witcher 3, I don't know if I'll be picking that up for Switch, but I would absolutely recommend anybody who has a Switch who has not played Witcher 3 or loves Witcher 3 to pick that up because it's really cool that we're getting that. Fire Emblem is a must for me. I fucking need that game when it comes out. I love Fire Emblem, and you know that we're getting a Switch Fire Emblem is amazing. I'm glad to see Resident Evil's getting some love on Switch. Contra, fucking Konami being a bunch of fucking dickheads dude oh my god i saw that i was like oh (laughs) you guys ruined everything and now you're gonna go but remember all the good games we used to make and i'm like yes like you want to buy them i'm like yeah but fuck you it doesn't even look like contra the collection i thought there was a new game in there too there is and it looks like shattered soldier and i want that too i love shattered soldier but the graphics are awful they're fucking awful and no excuse awful they're not like well it's like the old games no it's really bad it looks like shit but the collection i mean it has has fucking hardcore on it that's one of my favorite ones for uh for sega genesis 
Damon X Machina, I'm glad to see more of that. I played the demo of it. It was okay. I would like to see more on it, though. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield looks awesome. It plays awesome. Uh, can't wait to pick that up. I'm not sure what the fuck Empire of Sin is. We're going to find that out real fucking fast real quick. Um, but uh, I just I just need a little little taste of what the fuck that is. Uh, it, it looks like it's a cinematic... Uh, okay, well, um, that, that didn't do much for me. Anyway, uh, I guess, you know, it wasn't very memorable. Um, the Cadence of Hyrule looked really neat. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 looks like a must-own to me, especially on Switch. It's kind of a multiplayer, so that's going to be fucking awesome. Can't wait to play that. Animal Crossing is like uh, candy corn. It's like a uh, bunch of weird shit. Every once in a while, I'm like, I'm not really into that. And then I try it again to see why I don't like it. I'm like, yeah, that's why I don't like it. I play Animal Crossing, and I'm like, you know, I love everything about it. I love the style of the fucking, the little shifty-eyed raccoon dude. I love <laughs> the characters and how stupid they look and the world. And I like the idea of like, well, I'm going to go do a job and then buy a chair from my house. And then I played, I'm like, what the fuck is this? What are you, what are you doing it? Um, and she was like, I like it a lot. I'm like, okay, well, that's good. <laughs> so, you know, we'll see what happens with this. Um, but that I that there is a new, like, one thing about the Switch and Nintendo is they're, like, fucking hitting from every angle, man. Every game, every series that you love from Nintendo, they're making a game for you with that series. And it's awesome. So I'm all, it's awesome to see Animal Crossing is coming. And it looks pretty done so that shit's gonna come out at a pretty good rate and then of course i never beat breath of the wild i played it a little bit and it was pretty cool but um that they're already working on a sequel to it uh i think it's fitting and um that this won't be fully made for the switch and not like a in-between uh console mm. zelda i think will be awesome but who knows maybe we'll get the upgraded switch coming out around the same time this comes out it'll be another in between zelda because they love to do that shit it's also financially a smart decision to use the engine more than once so yeah 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah um but overall i think nintendo had uh one of the strongest strongest if not the strongest conference of e3 it was really good it was really fun to watch i in my stream was like oh i'm gonna skip through this and i watched pretty much the whole thing so because just the flow was perfect. Mm-hmm. I was watching. I was like, okay, 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 cool, 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 cool. And I was like, I'm not gonna. I'll suck out the mouse. I'm just gonna watch this. So <laughs> it's really good, really good, awesome. They knocked it out of the park. Yeah. So we all give our impressions. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. I just kind of mm-hmm. went. Oh, I like ah. Nintendo now. This is great. Um, I'm gonna get in here real quick and grade it. I'm gonna give it a almost, but not. I'm giving it a fucking A minus, strong A minus. It was fucking awesome, uh, really, really good. Um, the only reason I'm not giving it an A is because I don't know. If they didn't have as many games as Xbox, I guess maybe that's maybe that's the only reason I won't give it an A, just because I'm really impressed with how much fucking shit Xbox did or how many games Xbox did in like an hour and a half. It's it's crazy, but uh, the stuff they showed off uh, was awesome and the presentation was awesome. So A minus. Chevy. Um. <clears throat> I I want to give it an A, but I I can't because uh, there's a the, the technical aspect of it not actually being a conference. That's probably that's probably <laughs> it then. Yeah, I think it's, the spectacle of Xbox did it for me. Yeah, they they literally had a conference. As for Nintendo, just had a show, um, and they do them all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, did they kill it? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You look at this list, and even the games I'm not into, I'm excited that people are getting those games. So Astral Chain. I say, off I, the chain. I, I'm, I'm excited chain. for that. And you know what's funny? I, I've, I've seen some polls on 
on different websites about like the excitement levels on the games on that list. And Astral Chain's one of the top ones for people. So mm. uh, I don't believe them. <laughs> I think they're lying. But uh, overall, huge list. Pretty much a bunch of knockout hits. Um, yeah, A minus, hundred percent. I'm not gonna get technical on it. I'm gonna give it a solid A. I think this is the most hype, other than like Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. that was like a peaked and then kind of tapered off. This I was just fucking hype, 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 hype the whole way through. It's a solid A for me. They got you wanted to buy a Switch. Nice. Yeah, nice. yeah. Whew. And I, I don't even, I wouldn't even like contest that. I mean, like I really wanted to give it an A, but I think you brought up a great point in, in the same perspective as me. Is like the only thing that really gave Xbox that edge was that. That presentation was just like fucking awesome. It was mm-hmm. really impressive. But again, you know, I want to give it that A just because it was a really good presentation. They showed off a shitload of games that are awesome, getting you hyped to be a Nintendo fan, to own a Switch, giving you reason to own that fucking thing and not go, why do I even have this? You're like, I got so many games to play on this fucking thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I, I feel it on the A. Anything else you guys want to say? I want Legends of Mana. I want Secret of Mana. <laughs> I want all the mana. I want all the mana. Give me the mana. Um, I agree. I would love Legend of Mana because I'm fucking. I love that game. Um, I have very very fond memories of that game. Uh, let's know in the comments. What do you think about Nintendo's conference? What was your favorite part about it? What was your least favorite part about it? Is there a least favorite part about that conference? It was fucking fantastic. Do you want to switch? Do you want on a switch? And what would you grade that conference? Now we're gonna end this with uh, what was your favorite game of the conference? What was your favorite conference or favorite game of E3? What was your favorite conference? I'm assuming it's probably gonna be your highest grade, right? We'll just cut the middleman out. Yeah. <laughs> so. Huh? No. Okay. So what? What was your favorite conference? Your favorite conference was Squares. Okay. Just because the, the like the for sure purchases I'm making out of that and being able to see it all, mm. uh, Microsoft had a better show, yeah, and they deserve the higher grade. See, that's funny because I, well, fuck, I don't know. Hmm. I, Nintendo and Xbox are like even for me, and mm. how much I loved both of them. I just gave Microsoft a better rating because pretty much how you said that's the E3 experience, yeah. right there. It's yeah. the pinnacle yeah. uh, conference, hundred yeah. percent. Pinnacle, best best conference out of all of them. But Nintendo had so many hard hitters that I'm like, this, how amazing would it have been if Sony was there and had an amazing conference too? Having like the three big dogs have amazing conferences because we just had fucking Nintendo and Xbox have amazing conferences. Even Phil Spencer said he, he was sad Sony wasn't there. Yeah. So. It just, ugh, sucks, man. Because like this, this reminds me of like what E3 is again. Like even though Nintendo wasn't doing the conference itself... They they were present. They were actually there at E3. Huge presence, yeah. Uh, you know, with the booths and shit. Spent a shitload of money and had a lot of stuff to talk about. And it was just like really, really exciting for games. Next next year, it's going to be the consoles. It's going to be fucking huge. Great. But this year, was, it's just all about games. Shitload of games coming out. And, and Xbox and, and Nintendo really brought it. But yeah, for me, it's hard to pick between the two. Because for what they offer and my hype level on both of them, they both got me. Although... Tales of Arise, I keep bringing that up. It's really weird. And that game might suck when it comes out. I don't know. <laughs> but from what I've seen, the short little uh, amount and not knowing I was coming out, my hype level in the game is fucking huge. They I'm showed him really, the right stuff. 
Really? Yeah. <laughs> Everything I saw on that, I was like, that looks cool as shit. So, really stoked on that. There's a lot of games I'm stoked on, but that was actually like a game I had no idea about. But, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't think I can pick between the two. I think Microsoft and Nintendo just fucking owned E3. It's Nintendo for me. Yeah, that was the best conference. I, I the the hype was just con- like I said, continuous for me. Yeah, it was so good. Even if they weren't like a conference, mm-hmm. it was still the hypest one for me. Yeah, it was weird. No, I mean that's 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 awesome. I'm so glad to hear that, and I feel the same way. So, Fire Emblem Three Houses. I can't fucking wait for the game. I need to play one of those games. Oh, they're so good. You like Final Fantasy Tactics? Why the fuck aren't you playing? Dude, I say that all. <laughs> Why aren't you playing? Why aren't you playing Fire Emblem? Why aren't you playing Wargroove? Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, why aren't you playing Front Mission? Um, anyway, uh, okay. So favorite conferences? We all have different ones. Even though I'm kind of in there with you with the Nintendo one, it's just hard for me to pick between the two because Microsoft has had so many fucking good games. Um, favorite game of E3. I think some of our viewers might not be happy with me, but I have to say Final Fantasy VII. Cyberpunk, I, I expected. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I think what they showed last year was a better show of it. Um, I know what we're going to see. That's that's the weird thing, man, because what they did show, like you guys, was awesome. Yeah. But it wasn't as good as last year's 48 Minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what I saw that was we get to see fucking amazing when PAX West happened. I know. I, I know. It's right. just It's just weird because, like, my perspective on the cyberpunk thing, I'm just like, you guys didn't see it though. Like, yeah, and we didn't. <laughs> uh, we got a teaser and then we got Keanu, which is great. Which but, is awesome. Um, awesome we got awesome, 20 awesome. straight minutes of gameplay of Final Fantasy VII. And yeah. that is huge for me. So that was the the, the big one. I should just left my fucking Osmo pocket on while I was in that room. <laughs> <laughs> then uploading, got my channel fucking destroyed. <laughs> but see your project right. We told you! <laughs> like, I know! So Final Fantasy Seven, Yes. Which I think is fair. Like I said, uh, with an E3 and, and just everywhere, it was all about Cyberpunk and all about Final Fantasy Seven. Mm-hmm. Those are the two fucking kings of E3. Obviously, one had the more hype, but Seven is indisputable on how fucking huge it is and and just how much people fucking are ready to play that game and it looks awesome so yeah makes sense why that would be your favorite uh chris hello infinite liar (laughs) that wasn't even remotely believable (laughs) i'm the same with chevy final fantasy 7 the remake i just someone been dying for for years yeah yeah see and i hate saying this because i'm with you guys 100 i'm right there with you but Mm. fucking cyberpunk man Cyberpunk's the game of fucking E3. I, the hype's real. What they showed to you guys was awesome. What I saw was even better. And fucking it is is going to be such an event when that game comes out. It's oh, going to be sure. fucking crazy. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just so weird. The, the way they did that this year. What they didn't show and what they did show. So, I mean, I didn't get to see the 50 minutes. I wonder what the fuck happens in that. Um... But yeah, and and having played Final Fantasy Seven and seeing seeing Final Fantasy Seven for twenty minutes, they showed way more than Cyberpunk. You know, I think Square Enix did a great job on on finally just letting you soak in Final Fantasy Seven. And it's so hard for me to say it, but Cyberpunk easily is is the game of E three, but such a close second is Final Fantasy Seven. Um, and I've actually played that one, and that one fucking plays great. So I haven't played f- fucking Cyberpunk, so. 
Let me play it next time, assholes. Hand me the controller. He'll be out by then. Don't let the guy crouch in the front with the fucking controller play. I want to play it. Um, so two Final Fantasies and a Cyberpunk, which is not a surprise nah. in any way to me. Um, if there's any other games that you could think of that would be like a second runner-up to that. I mean, obviously I've mentioned it like eight times now, but Tales of Arise yeah. is, is on my list. Sadly, Fantasy Star Online 2, a game that has burned me so many times and I'm so angry at it. It's like uh, an X that you just can't get over. Fucking... I, I I want it. I want it. And I hate it. So. <laughs> well, that's not even a matter. Like, that's just... It, I'm going to play it. it that's yeah. just how it's going to be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that game should have came out like five years ago. Uh, and they're like, hey, it's coming out. I'm like, oh, fuck you, dude. Okay, yeah. just gave it to me. Um, yeah, I mean, Final Fantasy VII, Cyberpunk, obviously. And then I, I, I'd be really silly of me not to say Shadowbringers the 14 expansion I mean I'm really just chomping at the bit to play that game oh, so yeah. bad right yeah. now um, and then to, you know to kind of get away from that stuff um, you know they the one thing I was kind of like iffy about uh, was Borderlands 3 like they showed it off a, a little it's bit good. At one, my whole point was like they showed it off a little bit a couple times now and it looks really cool but like you know, I, I haven't played it, and they, they really didn't, like, they haven't really shown a crap ton of, like, necessarily gameplay. It's a lot of, like, trailers. Yeah. It has a gameplay in it, but just nothing, like, like demoing the game. Well, you played it, and you kind of talked to me about it. Um, I, and I'm excited to play that, but... Um, I, I don't... Every every gameplay video I've seen of it so far, I don't think it translates how it feels. Because you watch it, and it looks like a newer Borderlands, mm-hmm. which is great. And you're like, oh, cool, I'm glad they added all those features. But when I was playing it, it, it felt so fucking... It felt the best Borderlands has ever felt. It felt really tight. All the fucking functions worked great. Being able to, like, vault over things and jump onto, like, ledges. All these little things that you'd expect from a lot of modern shooters are all there. And it just made it feel like a tighter shooter. It yeah. felt less about, you know, oh, I'm going to get some good loot, so that's why I'm playing. And also, like, I'm really enjoying shooting things. Um, so, yeah, it's... It, the videos don't translate it well enough. Yeah, they just go. Oh yeah, that's Borderlands. Well, and that and that's pretty much where my my head's been. And yeah. then after hearing you talk about it and saying how solid it was, yeah. Um, I mean, this one of those games is kind of must buy for me, anyways. Um, I am a little bummed out because I I do really want to play it on PC. Um, I just hate my lack of choice in purchasing it. So I already preemptively bought all the older games for PS4. I've made my decision. Yeah, well, we'll play a little bit of obviously the plus game here, and uh, I'll see if I like the way it plays on there or not. So, also shout out to Xbox uh, having the balls to talk about Project Scarlet. That yep. was cool. Yep. Also, actually, real quick, uh, one An thing Elden Ring I did really like, uh, and I had no, I, I didn't think I was gonna like it at all when they showed off that that new controller. Um, it was really cool for me just because yeah. they, they really kind of showed off every aspect of the controller. Uh, and the one thing that me and you, I know hate about it, which is the looseness of joysticks. Like the first thing they showed was you can put, uh, which I've never seen. On a controller. You can adjust the tightness of the joystick. And I was like, yeah, that's a Whoa. game changer. dude. <laughs> paddles on controllers was game changer for me. And now I saw that. I'm like, fuck dude. 
It's if you very can adjust cool. that, man, I've never had that in a controller. And that's something I, that's the one make or break for a controller. I don't care how comfortable the fucking thing is. If the sticks are too loose, I can't use it. Yeah. So very cool. I, I, I loved seeing them. In fact, there's one thing I wish Sony would do is I wish they would have the same kind of like hardware um, game that Microsoft has. It's funny. The Astro uh, C40 or whatever is officially uh, licensed as uh, PS4 Pro. Uh, controller well, sony does is really big on like licensing to yeah, people, yeah, yeah so it's just interesting that they are like yeah yeah it's the ps4 controller yeah or pro controller um also the price point of the new elite controller is like 108 bucks when i heard that i'm like fuck that's Jesus. expensive but then i was like i spent more on my fucking astro mm -hmm. controller so it's actually not that bad for a pro controller Especially with the functionality you're getting, the amount of customization yeah. you can do to the control. Are you can literally most adjust your gameplay to your comfort, hundred percent. Yeah. So everybody's on PC. I mean, like, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, and it'll have longevity because of the, the just the PC aspect as well. So Especially well, and if I if my theory about X Cloud's correct, I don't think you're going to necessarily need the next Xbox. Yeah, well, probably. You're probably going to play X Cloud on your fucking Xbox One. Uh, recently, they were just talking about how they're looking at Xbox as more of a software company now. Yeah, I kind of got that vibe off them already. I've been, yeah, I've been talking about that for a little bit too. Like, I, I felt like that's the direction they're going, but they're pretty much confirming it. The Xbox will be a software so company, weird. pretty much. Yeah, the consoles will just be there for so you have giving you options, yeah, options to different ways to play. Because I was wondering about that control. I'm like, they're releasing that really late in the mm -hmm. cycle. It doesn't matter. You'll be able to use it on anything. Hmm. You'll be able to play xCloud on anything. That controller's work with anything. anything. Any... PlayStation 5. Anyway. Any other standouts for you, Chris? Trials of Mana. <laughs> Somber about that. I want the mana. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I want them. I want the mana too. Um, yeah, there's so many good games. So many there's good games. So much. Let's end it this way. Uh, before I do that, though, let me know in the comments what was your favorite game of E3. Of course, it's going to be one of two big games. But if you want to throw out some other games, shout out to Watch Dogs Legion. I'm hoping that game will be awesome. Mm. Uh, I want that yeah. game to have an identity. Um, but we're going to end it this way. What would you grade all of E3 of 2019? And we will start not with Chris. Show fucking we should do Chris again. Chris I want to go. <laughs> I want to go first. God damn it! We'll go with Chevy. B minus. Um, I'd love to go higher, but EA really is like a fucking anchor there. I guess yeah. Yeah, uh, Bethesda was uh, Ubisoft was okay, and you know the other three are really great. So uh, I'm gonna give it a B minus. There's just too many like heavy hitters towards the end of E3 that really do kind of literally hold E3 on their shoulders. So. Mm -hmm. Hmm. All right. I'll let you go next. That's kind of long lines. I was, I was just going to say a B just because there are so many like early on once we reviewed, we talked about today, we were just sort of like either like miss or just so like coasted on through. And then the last ones really carried everything else. Yeah. So B. So you did B minus. Mm -hmm. You did B. Uh -huh. Fuck. To, to be one hundred percent honest, I really, really, really want to give all of E three twenty nineteen 
And it might be because my perspective on it as well, but like, I really want to give the whole thing a fucking A minus. Really bad. But specifically because Microsoft and Nintendo and Final Fantasy VII and Cyberpunk. Those four things alone, I'm like, that's at the least an A minus. But Less then I have than to, half the show. But then I have to take into account Ubisoft had a fine conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bethesda's was better. Mm-hmm. EA's was fucking trash. I'm upset I didn't give it the F Chevy did. He had the balls to go where I couldn't. <laughs> I thought that was a little too harsh, but I'll stay with my D minus. Um, so I, I'll give it a B plus. I really, really want to give it an A minus, but there is some weakness here. But there, the people who fucking hit hard hit fucking hard, and I really loved seeing, you know, two of the big legendary companies just come in with a shitload of cool stuff to show, just celebrating gaming and showing off just a bunch of really cool shit. Uh, and again, you know, Square Enix really brought it, which is great to see. Those one of those companies like Nintendo that kind of went like. Eh, and then now they're like, oh, yeah, we're back. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. So and then, the last year where they just did like all day live streams. And yeah. and they just talked about everything they already had. Yeah. So I'm really glad they did like a show. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. I was hoping they would they would do an awesome job. And then, yeah, Ubisoft was fine. Mm-hmm. Bethesda, a little better. Mm-hmm. EA really sucked. Really bad. Really fucking awful. Horrible. And Devolver. They should be and Devolver's fun, but Devolver, yeah. yeah, I keep skipping over Devolver because I always more so look at that as like a spectacle. Yeah, just like a little bit, little extra to E3. It's mm-hmm. a treat. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're <laughs> in E3, and then when you come out, there's a person out there juggling. You're like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> it's not quite part of it, but you're just like, oh, I like that. Except that for they're neat. juggling <laughs> like esophagus, children, and shit. They're juggling children. <laughs> they're juggling oompa loompas. <laughs> come one, come all. <laughs> Watch me not drop the Oompa Loompa. Splat. Oops. Whoopsie. We got extras. All right. So B, B minus, and B plus. Let us know in the comments what would you grade all of you three and why. But that's going to do it for this episode of Taste the Cast. Episode 95. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook at Taste Loop Gaming. Check out my stream and Chris's streams on Twitch and only Twitch for 90 days. YouTube has decided that Ubisoft uh, owns something that we can't show. So we're down for 90 days on YouTube, but you can check us out on Twitch. I taste Senpai, all in word. Taste the underscore fruit. That's Chris. Hit the notification button to know when we go live or join the Discord link down below and you can find out when I'm going to stream every time because it has a little thing that pops up in there when I go streaming. When I stream. Uh... We have uh, iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you'd prefer to listen to us, you like the audio more than the video, uh, you can do that. And, uh, yeah, is there anything I'm missing? Our names. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. And this is the end of the E3 stuff. Hope, hopefully you guys had a blast with it. And uh, until the next episode, which... Who knows what that's going to be. We'll be TastyCast again, I think. Um, (laughs) I'm a little confused myself. Uh, Until then, have a good week, guys, and take it easy.